You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy East Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo. My cool man from the county of D, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, we back, we in the conversation, this is Damian Lemon, on my right hand side, El Capitan Vladimir Camaño, uh, on the left hand side, we got an empty chair, young Muhammad, his Thanksgiving got too turned up, <laughs> motherfucker ain't make it back yet, now Muhammad is not in the studio today, so it's just to end the conversation, with me and young Vladimir Camano. Camano. I got my man hitting for the three-point line, young Chris. You know what I'm saying? Flannery. Man, hey, you know what's what up, man? guys? Thank you. Uh-oh, oh, shit. Oh, thank you. Dropping to some R&B shit. Yeah, hello. Hello, ladies. What's poppin', man? What's good with y'all? Man, we just getting back from uh, Sangiving. Okay. Sangiving had the... Uh, you know, my lady's African-American, so I had the little African-American. Your lady's African-American or is she a black woman? Uh, she's both. Okay. Right. She's both, actually. Sounds very uh, politically correct. I know, actually. It's funny because people will say African-American before they say black. Yeah. Oh, they'll say urban. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they'll say all, everything but black. Yeah, she black. You look to be someone who's, uh, you know, been mistreated by the American government. Yeah. You saying black? No, I'm not going to go that far. Hilarious. So you got a black uh, lady and Thanksgiving was what? Well, mac, it was mac and cheese on Thursday night. Okay. With, uh, you know, the glazed ham. Uh-huh. Good old, uh, uh, what else they had there? Pork Yams. eating blacks. Pork eating yeah. blacks. Okay. And they made it a point to say they're eating pork. Of they course. Said that. Yeah. Pork yeah. is a beautiful thing. Yeah. But it was a definitely a pork household. Okay. And the ham was very salty, so I had a little, I got a little bloatatious. Oh. Uh, after the night. You know, I'm not used to that. My Latino, we're not used to that that, that level of salty ham. Okay. You so the water, perine. I went to the weight scale that night. I gained about 12 pounds. Oh. You don't go to the weight scale on Thanksgiving night. I just wanted to see. I was curious how much I gained. Uh, okay. You, ate, you gained 12 pounds, 12 pounds in one night? In one night. The, water, the glazed ham, dude, there's yeah, so all that sodium. in the paint. Yeah. Mac and cheese, uh, uh, sweet, yam, sweet potatoes, sweet yams? Yams, sweet potatoes, what, what, what candy called? yams. What, what's the word? What's candy the word? yams. Is sweet that, potatoes, yams. I don't know the, the difference same? between a sweet potato and a yam. There's probably to a this day, I still don't know, man. I don't, Man, I don't care. They taste good. You <laughs> got some candy, of brown potatoes. Yeah. So I had that. Then Friday I had the little, uh, you know, I had the little uh, got the other stuff going on, other kinds of meals. What's the other kind of meals? Talk about your side. You know, you get the. Uh, actually, I didn't have that much this year, to be honest. I went light on that that side of the meal. Um, got the little rice and guandulas and all that. Mm-hmm. You get the. Uh, I didn't. I didn't go too hard. I was I ate so much on Thursday. I went light on Friday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but you know, we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about uh, Ferguson and a uh, bunch of other topics. Cosby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people had that Cosby conversation. That Ferguson and Cosby, big. those Ferguson were the, and Cosby, yeah, yeah, those were the tops. Some good points were made. I'm sure. I'm tired of that conversation. Over, I just wanted to. It's so much speculation because the conversation is really just speculation at this point, right? You know what I mean? It's like like there can't even be any justice. Honestly, it's right. outside the statute of limitations, so it is what it is. You talking about Cosby? Okay, yeah. They talking about Ferguson? No, 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 no. Stella, um, you know, but uh. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's one of those things. It's kind of like, you know, conversation is the conversation. But Thanksgiving, you got to have that. Yeah. You got to have that, that the meeting of the minds. You got to know what grandma think. got to know what your sister think. got to know, you know, what your cousins think. 
you know, it was good. It was good. I had a good time. Uh, yeah. So that was good. I mean, you had a similar situation, right? You went to the Latino side in India. Nah, 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 nah. It's black side. It was black on both sides. It was black on both sides? It was black on both sides. Just, you know, it was just the daytime and the nighttime, and it was driving with the itis. You know what I mean? I knew I was going to be driving with that itis, but damn, boy, that shit, ah. <laughs> you take it out of you. To get off on the side of the road? Yeah, you just, mm-hmm. it's double, a double head of Thanksgiving is really hard to do unless it's close. Because that's an eater's holiday. You know what I mean? And after you eat, you get tired to the motherfucker. You don't want to be dealing with traffic and other types of shit like that. You know what I mean? You want to eat good, have a good place to relax, and a good proximity to a bathroom. So Sounds like they need to redo the don't drink and drive. They have to add an amendment. Mm-hmm. Don't eat and drive after Thanksgiving. Take it easy. Anyway. But uh, Thanksgiving was good. I hope you guys all had a good Thanksgiving out there. Did you boycott Black Friday? Uh, <laughs> I mean, now you thinking that body thing? You obviously didn't consciously boycott that shit. Nah, I just thought Black Friday to me, like as much as they say there's like these big deals, mm-hmm. you know me, D, I'm I'm a pretty frugal dude. Mm-hmm. I stay trying to save a buck. Nah, I ain't you know, so I, I went online, I saw some of the deals and nothing was crazy. I got charts of previous price histories on different items. And, oh uh, wow, you went hard like yeah, that. Yeah, I was trying to get this, this uh I was trying to get this NAS server for my house so I could set up a, a media server for iTunes. And I uh, saw so a price for something, it was like four forty nine, but that same price has been had before throughout the year. I was like, This ain't nothing crazy. What is a NAS server and how does that work? Network, I might need that. network attached storage. So basically it's uh it's uh it's basically it's a cloud in your house. You have yeah. a you have a cloud in your home, a local cloud that you own, you own the hard drives, you own the data. And you can access it either within the home from all the computers or remotely, mm. depending on how you set it up, obviously. Interesting. That costs five, 400 Depending chance. on, I was looking at one model. I was looking at a, a, a Drobo. Oh, right, right, right. We had this conversation before yeah. about the Drobos and yeah. shit. All right. So I held back. I got to buy some other purchases. I got to buy a new route and all that. So. Ah, shit. I intended to a boycott. I thought about the boycott. You bought something? Hell yeah, I bought something. Did you go physically or you bought it online? Nah, I bought it online. I ain't leave the house. I ain't leave the house on Black Friday. So that was my that was my solidarity. So nobody got trampled in the crib. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got talked. Except for your keyboard. Did you watch did you watch uh, the Walmart fights though? The Black Friday fights? Oh man, how could you not? I seen a vicious one in Victoria's Secret. I didn't see that one. Oh man. Over garments? All I know is Shorty two piece the shit out this one chick. Bing bing and and it just got popping. It got pop. It was a good one. I saw that. That was probably the most like uh, fisticuffs I saw. I saw a lot of people grabbing for the same box, being dragged a little bit. People about to fight, but that that right there, and it wasn't no product in sight. It just looked like it was just too many people in the in the spot, and they was facing off. And Shorty was just like, "Fuck it, Bing Bing tapped her twice, like how how Chris Childs tapped Kobe Bryant back in the days." Oh, he, he, yeah, Bing Bing hit him with the two two piece. Caught him with the two piece. Bing Bing, no biscuit. She kind of stumbled back, and it turned into a little melee. Kobe didn't even know he swung at him. Mm-hmm. Kobe was like, uh, "Where you at?" He tore Kobe's uh, Adam's apple up though. He Bing Bing. bang. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. It was speed bagged his Adam's apple. <laughs> Watch that if you get a chance. YouTube Kobe getting two piece by throwback. the Knicks. Yeah, that's a throwback. Uh, What'd you buy? I had to go ahead and buy me a pair. uh, You know, them infrared sixes came out on. I didn't uh, even know they came out. Oh, yeah. And I knew that for a long time. Because Jordan always drops the heat heat on Black Friday. Are you a hype beast? Like, you go hard on the. I'm not a hype. I would never refer to myself as a hype beast, even though sometimes I could get caught up in the hype. But I don't. uh, 
I don't like to say that. I don't wanna. I don't, I don't think I'm a hype beast, but I definitely wanted those. I don't jump on every release. You know what I'm saying? And I typically, as far as Jordans go, I try to keep in line with what was once, you know, once really was like the original colorways. You know what I'm saying? Like that infrared six, that was an original colorway. You know what I mean? Like, so what was your strategy to make sure you got them? What, what was? What oh, was I just I go online, pop. I go online and um. You try to get online as early as you can. I think they all release at 8 o'clock. You need to be online by, like, I got online. I was slipping out. You know, I was overslept. So I got up at, like, 8.40, got online. And you open up a bunch of tabs everywhere you could buy them. And you hope that you could get them. And Nike has this shit where it says, uh, you haven't been checked out yet, but we're holding a place in line. Stay patiently. And you hope. That they say, yo, you got it. You know what I mean? And then if you get it, you get it for, for box price, which people see as a deal now. Like Because otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, you're getting gouged. You're paying those. I haven't even eBayed those, but I'm sure they're going for at least at least 250 maybe even 300 It costs a buck 85 box. You know what I'm Did saying? Did you buy a couple extra to sell them on eBay? You nah, know? I don't do that. I don't, I don't play that game because, I, you know, I don't, I don't really play the the – the flip game, you know what I'm saying? Like, eh, that ain't me. That fucks up the game. That's why the that's why the game is like it is. That's why people can't get shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know. So uh, I cop the pair. Do you do you also buy an all purpose shoe? You got one shoe you kind of wear. I was thinking about this. It's a good question. You asked me that shit. Every shoe is all purpose, baby. Because I can't. See, I was gonna ask you that because I, I I get hesitant about wearing like if I buy a pair of Jordans, I can't wear that for Fuck everything. That. Oh no 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 no! I can't wear that for everything. This is what I was thinking. Cause I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm in the gym a little bit. Get out of here, Dave. sporadically. But um, you know, I'm in the gym every so often. Okay. And uh, you I your know, scroll on. Yeah, we trying to figure some shit out. <laughs> I'm just trying to give, my, I'm trying to give my torso a point of view. <laughs> but um, we was in um, what happened? I went to the gym one day, and my man was like, "Damn, son, sneakers, it's kind of fresh." Which is something I would say. Yeah, a little too fresh for the gym. I was like, fuck that. First of all, we, we can die soon. You know what I mean? Secondly, it's like a smartphone, some of these sneakers. Like, the shit that I'm doing in these sneakers is not what these sneakers are intended for. Like, these sneakers got way more potential than a little walk into the store and uh, jump on the train. A, a basketball shoe. These are real. These are cross-trader shoes, basketball shoes, shit like that. So it's like, well, fuck it, man. Plus, a lot of these shoes, they not the most easy to pair with everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a pair of Carmine 6s that I wanted. I wanted those heavy. They're white and maroon Jordan. You can't really play that with everything. You could play it with a lot of different things, but oftentimes, you know what I mean? You know, you look like you in in 10th grade. I'm a grown-ass man, so sometimes I don't want to look like a 10th grader, so I just take that 10th grade energy to the gym. You feel me? And I'll, I'll work out in some Carmines. And cats might be like, damn, son, in Carmines? Really? But two things. One, I don't work Chris, out that much to crease them. Does Damien sound humble to you at all? Where he's dropping these sneaker names on us? Like, yeah, I want the Carmines to the gym. No, he's just a connoisseur. It's okay. okay. Thank you. Thank just you, Chris. Checking. I appreciate that. Just check it. So you got to the gym with the Carmines on. Yeah, I might. I'm saying I might. This is something I just came up with recently. I was like, well, fuck it. I can't play these everywhere, but these shits got to get some play because I paid for them. I paid good money for these shits. They need to get some work. Back in the days, I used to be like, I'm going to leave these on that's, ice. That's me. That's what you just did. That's me fuck right there. Fuck that. You'll die. You'll be dead. And them shits, you know what I mean? You left them on ice. Everybody remember that one utility shoe you walk around in. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you, this is the thing. 
Do 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 yourself like treat yourself, man. Don't walk the streets <laughs> every day in a terrible sneaker and keep that good sneaker on ice. Because everybody gonna judge you by the terrible sneaker you walk in. So when they break down your whole Yo, you seen Vlad? What's up with Vlad? What he been up to, man? I ain't seen Vlad in a minute. Last time I seen Vlad, that nigga had on some horrible looking sneakers. You know what I mean? Like, you want to be fresh. When they recap, oh, what? now he had them Carmines on. This nigga was in the gym. What, what's the sneaker you got right now that you feel like is is all like it's, it's still a hot shoe, but it's kind of all purpose? Like, you don't mind rocking anymore? Like, the black is it a black phone posit? Is it a... Uh, I mean, I got a plenty of shoes that I could wear everywhere. A, a good... Jordan three, the black cement I could play everywhere. I even got the the sport blues, which kind of that kind of skews from what I said. Why I fuck with just the OGs, but they look good. And I needed another three, but those work well because that's got like a good on the low. It's got like a good Air Force One sole. So even though an Air Force One is like a thirty and over sneaker nowadays, so uh, <laughs> unless you got them Supreme joints, and that's a hype beast look. But um, I wear those. I got some Agassiz that I wear all the time. Like, it's certain sneakers. Like, for the most part, all my sneakers, it's a rotation. You know what I'm saying? Shit. We got to let them let them. So live. would you say that, that judging by what's, what sneakers somebody has in the gym is indicative of the level of kicks they got in the closet? It depends. There's those people that dress up for the gym. Just like them cats that used to wear all of that shit to go play ball in. Oh, and I used to hate trash. that. I used to hate. They were the 13s, con, uh, you know, new Concord Jays on the, on the court. Yeah. What are you doing? Those are the 11s. But, um, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I apologize to all the sneakerheads out there. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Nori and Derek Gaines. They used to have a a, a podcast about this, but I guess they stopped fucking with it. It Shout out to the kid Nori Davis, though. He put out that home game. Put an album out. That debut comedy album. Go go cop that on iTunes. Go to YouTube, check out the sketch, which Damien Lemon was, uh. Yeah, that was fun. That was me, uh, my man Petey, Hadia. Uh yeah 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 Grizz it was Grizz a, it, yeah it was a fun it was a fun shoot man it, it came out pretty funny home game Nori Davis yeah yeah shout out to that man but back to back to sneakers um nah you can never really tell on the on the the gym game is it's weird it's weird you want to see what people wear in, in the real world what they put on what the what the selection is. But yeah, man, put your best foot forward. I just bought a pair of black, uh, all black Air Max 95s. All right. With the thinking that it's an Air Max 95, it's a quality shoe. Yeah. And it's all black. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rock that anywhere. Don't look too crazy. Yeah. You know, the thing about an all black shoe is a lot of times you buy the all black shoe because you know it could take a beating. But don't put a beating on that all black shoe. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's nothing worse than when a motherfucker's <laughs> shoe looks talking like. Talking about me right now, dude. I'm just saying. I got a lot of <laughs> friends. Commentary. I got a lot of friends. I mean, listen. If a, 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 what, what they say? A hit dog holler. Listen, man. I got a lot of friends like that that wear a good utility shoe all the time. Think he's talking about me, y'all. Nah, I ain't just yeah, you. What kind of kick you got on right now? I got right the now. 95s on right now. Right, let me see. They, they, ain't, they ain't looking too bad. Let me see. Turn to this side right here. They are. You heard that. The drawl in your voice. <laughs> yeah, <they got laughs> the little, uh, they look like they work in a double. They look like they they could use some relief. These you, what's what's the rotation? What else you I fucking got, with? I got the Air Max ninety fives, and then I got the T the T and Air Max. T, well, like it's like uh, it's Air Max, but it's like the bubbles all around the shoe. Okay, it's got the little stripes going across both sides. Okay, T and Air, T and Max. 
They, re- they re-released them about a, like two months ago. I don't know. Yeah, I got Copped those, those two on the same day. Uh, okay. So the TN is like a little show shoe. I put it on for shows. Okay. And then I got the MX95 <laughs> for, the, for the for regular the, spots. For the everyday. <laughs> everyday for the everyday. Yeah, man. Just, you know. You don't pay attention. Then I got a pair of uh, Creative Rex in the house that I rock. Oh, with. look at this guy. <laughs> Creative Rex, I got, I got some Adidas that I wear like once every other year. <laughs> with your blazer. <laughs> get your Russell Simmons on. You know, I stopped wearing the blazer. Yeah, yeah man, that. get that shit out of here. Nah, man. man that was, that was when we first started telling jokes. <laughs> I thought the blazer was the jam. I was like, I got it the was, blazer on. It wasn't bad. It was, it was, it was, a, you know, it was... We 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 still young dudes. We don't I gotta be looking I, like fucking college professors. I, know, I think you and I did a college gig up in PA, and I put it on, put the blaze on for that. I was like, Small we got a college it. show. I had the blaze on, on with the with the shell toes. Oh my! Like, I thought I was killing them too. Nah, you was doing. You, I you think I got in the car and you said to me, "Is that velvet?" You said something slick. It was a velvet blaze. Yeah, you said something slick. It to was. Me. I wasn't even slick. It was. It was a velvet <laughs> blaze. But but that did yield something good for you though. Yeah, we got we got more work from that. Well, and even more. What you mean? I'm saying. No. Then you, then you, you know what I mean? Then no, you my, beat. Then you beat the one. My lady, did my lady see me in the blazer? <laughs> did my lady see me? You know in what? The I think blazer. she did. She came out there at the I last think, line. Yeah, she. I got the blazer I on. You, I think you had the blazer on at the initial show, and then. The the students from that college came to our show at Laugh Lounge, and I want to say your lady was part of that mission, or was she not? The that blazer may be the closer. Could have been. So I mean, you, let me ask you this, because I'm like that. Like uh, certain pieces or articles of clothing, they got significance. I can't get rid of them. There's shit that I don't even wear, but it's got significance that I won't wear. I mean, I won't get rid of. Like, oh, you'll keep it in the crib. I'll keep it in the crib. I won't. I won't really wear it, but I'll be like, yeah, I remember. You know what I mean? And it, it, it looks horrible right now. Like if you wore it now, it would look terrible. Some some things, some things, some things. It's not really. But I got a problem with. I'm a bit of a hoarder on that level. Like I, I used to, I used to have that joke where I say, you know, it was hard for me to throw out um, clothes that I got compliments in. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? If a girl was like, you look cute in that shirt, I'm going to keep that shirt because she told me I look cute. Even if I can't fit it, and then you got those shits. You know what I'm saying? If you're a motherfucker that be going up on the weight shit, you got your one shit for like, oh, nigga, when I get back to this level, I'm about to have these motherfuckers wait till I, shit. I don't want to call them gold clothes. It's just like, yo, say, I'm not throwing this away because I'm going to be mad if I ever get felt and I, I ain't got that shirt. You know what I'm saying? Got aspirational attire. Hell yeah. I, I hang that shit up like a fucking, like a retired a jersey. jersey. Exactly. But I come back. I come right back, nigga. I'm saying, though, like, what, what if, she probably could give you, like, a general compliment. Like, oh, just being nice. You, oh, I like you in that she shirt. She could have, but that shit resonated. You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you shouldn't have said that. I'm about to put this in some plastic. <laughs> Get a t-shirt laminated. Hell yeah. Nah, but there's shit like that that I'll throw, you know. But then I like to throw, I like to give shit to Goodwill eventually. And good shit, too. Like, I don't like to give no... No. Do you think Goodwill is judging you on what you're donating? Nah, but I feel like, yeah, I feel like that you paying it. I don't, they ain't judge me. They better not be judging me. I tell you the funniest shit, and I wish I knew the kid's name. I went to Goodwill, right? And I had a, I had a, like a bag of shit that I was bringing into the thing. This one dude came as I'm walking into the door. He's like, yo, you about to donate? I was like, yeah. He was like, yo, what you got? I was like, I mean, what you want to look at it? He was like, yeah, let me get it. He just took the whole shit. And then, um, and then as he's, I'm about to, I'm jumping in the car, about to break out. He come up to me. He's like, "Yo, check my Instagram. My name is DJ Such and no, Such." No, he didn't. I swear to you, sir. This motherfucker took all of this free clothing and then told me to check his Instagram. He's a DJ. 
and I did check his Instagram, and he's stunting on his Instagram with, with all your clothes. Type, not with my shit, oh. but just probably other shit that he got from the Goodwill. You know what I mean? But you wouldn't know. That's the thing about Instagram. That shit is woo smoking mirrors. That is hilarious. He was killing them though. I could. I was even mad. I respect this hustle. Meet a motherfucker at the what door. What makes so don't me laugh play. is who he decides to ask the who asked that to. Like he probably saw you. and He was like, "All right, I think he may have some fly." Yeah, maybe he probably saw you in the in the car. Well, maybe or maybe I just fit. You know, look like we wear the same size. That is hysterical. You know what I'm yeah, he was like, "Yo, you got a da 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 da." And I gave what I Because in a way, it's kind of a compliment that he wanted to ask you directly. I guess. I mean, I just get, I was getting rid of that shit anyway. But what was, that wasn't even looking at that. I wasn't feeling that. Yeah. I was looking at the fact that my man was like, yo, follow me on Instagram. But like, he didn't, he didn't see, like, because if, if I'm at the Goodwill and I'm asking my fucker for some shit, I'm kind of trying to be low key about it. I don't, I, I want to disappear off into the, you know, but other people feel other ways. Some people, I got a friend of mine who goes to, like Goodwills and shit like that, like but in dope areas, like in Ardsley, and I don't want to put too many places on yeah, blast, blast, but like in rich areas, and get some ill vintage polo. And all of a sudden, you see a dude in the hood with some boat shoes. His vintage polo game is official. People go crazy for that shit. Some of that shit he can flip on eBay and get good money. So mm -hmm. if I if I ever see a dude in some plaid shorts and he's on 125th in Harlem, I know where he got his. He might have. He might have done it, man. It's like it's like digging for records, but it's just it's gear. <laughs> People, just, people really they they go hard on that type of shit. I, I know just, people like. I that. think the lack of shame is what gets to me. Like this dude that took all your clothes. Like yo, follow me on Instagram. But that's what that's what made me the laugh. Confidence. I really wish I knew uh, his Instagram. I didn't follow him, but I definitely went on there and checked it out. But his shit, his whole game was real analog. He was like, yo, I'm a DJ. Hit me on Instagram. Leave a comment. I'll send you a CD. Why are we going through all of this digital <laughs> shit to get a physical? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta send a self-addressed stamped envelope to get a fucking physical ass CD that I don't even. I don't even got. I got one CD player now, pop. The CD player game is over. Yeah, you got the the portable one. Or you got like a no. I got a CD player in the car, but outside of that, I ain't got no CD player in the house. I mean, I could play it at the DVD player, but now that the computer, that shit is gone. Yeah, whatever happened to physical product no more? People don't really. I'm finding myself. I used to be a big fan of the physical, but now I'm like, I Ali made a shit. funny comment. He was like, since the dawn of like MP3s, yeah, the idea of an album uh -huh. is gone. Like the concept of having an album yeah. that tells a story, a yeah. beginning, an end. People, everybody just buys singles now. Yeah, because what happens is in the iPod culture, you like with playlists, you put it back into the hands of you know the consumer. So now they could put together their own playlist, their own little, you know what I mean? Like, I want to hear this song, then that song. I don't necessarily want to hear the entire album. You know what I mean? People don't really go out and buy entire albums like they used to. So if you want to really resonate or you want to, like, pop off out there, you need to have a hot single. Right. And then, then maybe another hot single. And you got to really mar you gotta market that shit. Like, this is, you know, it's a statement. Everything right. is a statement. It's very few album cuts. You know what I mean? Like you kind of gotta earn that now. You gotta. It's a difference between paying a dollar and paying ten dollars. So you're saying is that a part of the new strategy to build the following, where you have to put out these hot couple singles to get people to jump off your, uh, you jump on your other album tracks? I think it's a way in which to break in. You know, it's it's uh, you know, it's like it's, you gotta. It's it's weird because it all comes down to the quality of it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Um, Someone like Kendrick Lamar is still like an album artist. 
he don't do a whole lot of singles. When he come out with an album, people listen to the album. You know, there's certain people that have built that in their fan base, even in the new generation. Like a J. Cole, he's putting out a new album. And he ain't got no single right now. Nobody's listened to a new single to warm up anticipation for the J. Cole album. It's just that J. Cole has that type of relationship with his fans that they ready for a whole J. That's like a meal. You know what I mean? Some people could give you a meal. Some people just give you like a little record. Now, did J. Cole, was he always like that? Or did he start off giving out a couple tracks for free and then he was like to build his following? He started off like with the mixtapes. So, which is similar to kind of like an album. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was multiple tracks at a time. And he was a good enough rapper. He had, you know, good beats. And, you know, he had something that, that stuck with you over, a, you know, a, a string of songs. You know what I'm saying? He had a point of view where certain people, they just there for the moment. Sometimes, which is a, a, a term they used to always say, not a term, but a, they used to say back in the days, the record is bigger than the artist. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like the record is so huge, but you don't know what the artist look like. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to think of a good example of that. Like right now, like who has a huge record where it's like, Oh, that's the person that does that shit? Right, 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 you know right, what right, I mean? right, 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 right. Like, I can't think of, like, hot nigga, like, Bobby Schmurter, the reason that that record's not bigger than him is because it came out kind of with Vine, and it came out with a visual of him doing the shmoney dance, so you seen him, and you heard the music at the same time, but there's times where just the record is like, oh, shit, like, there's a cat named OG Mako, right? And initially, his record was kind of bigger than him. He got that, bitch, you guessed it. You know that shit yeah, I played. Yeah, you played it. Yeah, I remember that. Which turned into like a Vine thing. Like, people would just use that as the background, and they would do something to illustrate, bitch, you guessed it. So they'd play you a little, little scene and then play that. They would play the song, but right. they would act it out. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it became that type of thing. Well, now he, start, he just put out a mixtape and, you know, people are fucking with it. So he's starting to build his name, like his face is being out there. But, you know, that's, that's, that's typically how it kind of happens. Like, you know, when you're trying to break in, whatever, whatever hits first, you know what I mean? You might have had a whole album and you put this one record out and that record was just people who fucked with it. And then you put the album out, and maybe people will fuck with the album, maybe not. Maybe people are like, eh, I'm good. There's been a lot of rappers over the years who made better singles than they did albums. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people used to say that about Buster. People used to get like, you know, his singles would be so big, but he listen to the album, and it's like, it's all right. Right, you know right, 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 right. Or Luda, you know what I mean? There's certain people that just, they made good fucking albums. You know what I mean? Like, Tribe makes albums. You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z make albums. Even though Nas? he know how to make singles. Nas is a, he's an album guy. He's an album guy. Drake is one of those guys that could do both. He could do singles to, to keep him hot and then put out an album that people are going to listen to because off the benefit of him putting out hot singles. And he knows how to go into album mode. Like album mode, album is about, it's kind of like comedy in my, my opinion. It's like, it's the difference between doing an hour and doing 15 minutes. Right. Most people could kill for 15 minutes. You could kill off momentum alone if they like you and you got a couple good jokes. But then if you got to do an hour, it becomes more about you than those jokes. You know what I mean? Because they got to look at your face for 45 minutes to an hour. You got to keep them engaged. You got to keep them engaged. So, you know. What's your stance on giving away free content in terms of building a following? I like it. I mean, it depends. if there's a plan, if there's a plan, if there's a reason to do it, 
everything ain't, you know, sometimes you got to give to get. You know what I mean? You know, I'm all about that shit. I've, right. I've always been, because it's, it's one of those things that, especially when you first start, you still trying to prove yourself. You still trying to break through. You trying to break into the conversation. You know what I mean? So it's like, I just want you to, to see what I could do. So maybe you could consider me. Maybe you could consider going to a show. Maybe you could consider thinking about me for, uh, you know, this role. I'm trying or to get whatever. in the conversation. Yeah, I'm just trying to get. I'm trying to have people say when my name comes up, people are not like who. There's something to reference, you know. So, um, but don't, you know, don't give away too much. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just give them a taste. <laughs> Cause no, I'll tell you why. Cause if you give away too much, people don't respect it as much. No va- there's no value, right? There's no value. You're willing to give away anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even see the value in your own shit. Or if you're going to give away shit, have a plan for it and, like, really follow up. And and maybe it's not monetizing everything. Maybe it's like, I'm going to give this away to get this. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give this, but hopefully that'll get me this many people, you know, either subscribing to the YouTube or listening to the podcast or coming out to a show. You know what I'm saying? Like... It don't always have to be explicit transactions. <coughs> yeah. Let me ask you a question. In terms of building a following, do you think it's easier now with everything going on? Like, I feel like when the internet first popped, Ali and I was having a discussion. Uh-huh. It was easier to get online and get that following because you were, you were one of the first dudes on there. Mm-hmm. But now with everything being so saturated, is it a matter of just pumping out content so much that you rise above all the volume? I think it's a combination. Yeah. I think... I don't think it was. I don't think it was any easier now than it is then. You know what I'm saying? I think that you might have you might have gotten some eyeballs because you were one of the few people there. But if you didn't do nothing with those, then you know you just seen people saw you. Like you could think of some of the first videos you saw on YouTube, and there's those that are like, you know rudimentary put together sketches and shit like that you know what i mean it shows potential you know what i mean but there's people that are in the game now whose youtube videos will blow those videos out the water you know what i'm saying because they've rose to the occasion there's more people paying attention so they're like okay i see what i gotta do here um i think that uh i don't know if it's i don't think it's i don't think it's harder i don't think it's harder i think that the thing is, what a lot of people fail to realize is when you put yourself in there, you need to be there. You got to be there. It's what like anything mean? else. You got to be present. If you're on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? You get a Twitter, you get a land grab, you get your name on Twitter, you start tweeting a little bit when it first starts, but then you tail off and you got some followers, but you don't tweet no more. Your followers will go other places. You know, they always say, don't leave the audience waiting. You know what I mean? Like, once you <coughs> created a dialogue here, you got to keep the dialogue going. You know what I mean? For as long as you need to, you know what I'm saying? Either you're going to graduate this dialogue to another platform or whatever, but don't just abandon it. You know what I mean? Like it's if you're there and you're a president, you just keep delivering and trying to be better than the last thing you put out. It's active. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always say that, like, if if I go to a, a website, right, or even if I go to a Twitter feed or something, right, and somebody was funny, 
they got retweeted onto my timeline. I was like, oh, that's funny. And I go on their timeline and I see that they got some other funny shit. And then I follow them. You know, I'm hoping I see more funny shit. But if they don't tweet a lot, I might unfollow them. It happens more often. Like when I look at, like I always say, like when I looked at blogs, when I come across a cool blog, I'm like, yo, this is a cool ass blog. I'm gonna come back. Yeah, and then I come back a week later, and ain't nothing new. And come back two weeks later, ain't nothing new. I'm not coming back a third time. They just because there's nothing developing over there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like your presence needs to be there. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at the people that have long careers, they didn't go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? They got hot. There's that time when you get hot. You know, there's, you only get hot once. You're only that new guy one time. So you become right. that new guy. You get hot. You take advantage of all that the heat provides. If it's an opportunity to go on the road, if it's an opportunity to do another album or whatever, and you keep doing that and you, you know, you might step away for a little bit to let them digest what you just dropped, but you cycle back and drop some more shit to keep yourself in that conversation. Cause once you go all the way for too long, you out of you out the conversation, nobody give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Now in terms of social media, I wanted to talk about this too. Like, what's the difference between just putting up content versus engaging people? I think a lot of cats get caught up in like, I just got to post, versus engaging, like actually engaging people to 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 kind of interact with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Social media goes both ways. People talk. People think that if you talk at Twitter. You know what I mean? You might get them to talk back. You know what I'm saying? You Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. But if you engaging and you having, like if people hit you back, hit somebody back. Like if they say some shit that's funny to tag something you said, maybe you favorite it, maybe you retweet it, maybe you hit them back. But you have a conversation so they know somebody's there. You know what I mean? There's certain people that could, they could use their social media where it's just, it's just an outlet for jokes and it's sterile. But it's just jokes. It's just jokes. It's just jokes. It's just so you go there for that. But there's other people that they have a relationship with their fans and they know how to mobilize their fans. Yo, fans, I'm coming to Alabama this weekend. Where should I eat at? Blase skip. But they hit you back. Yo, eat it, readers. Eat it. Da, 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 da. Next thing you know, when you come back from Alabama, you need to be telling these Alabama yeah, yeah, yeah. motherfuckers how, how what you did. Yeah, right, yeah, the food was crazy in Alabama. Blah, blah, blah. Yo, it took a flick. Hear me. Da, da, da. I met such and such from Twitter in Alabama. There's a flick of us. You know what I mean? And you cultivate that. And they like, okay, this cat really be about it. Because that to me is the gift of social media. When you're able to do that on a consistent basis. Yeah. But it's work. Yeah, it's work. Like that's the. It's work. I was reading this article about um, Bev. Uh, Bevy Smith, she's on who's Fashion a, who's Queen. Who's the cool person? Yeah, just that's the, up. that's the homie. And, shout uh, out to Bev, man. Yeah, shout out to Bev. She's uh one of the hosts of uh, Fashion Queens on Bravo. But we've known Bev. I known Bev for years. We've been a supporter since day one, man. Yeah. But uh, it was an article about how she transitioned from you know the corporate world to being in television. And she was like, you know, they asked her about what social media means to her. She was like, social media is her publicist. She was like, you know, I could pay, you know, three to $5,000 a month for a publicist to do that shit. Or I could pay in time on social media and pump my own shit. And it'll yield just the same amount of money. So it's like, you're going to have to do something. You know what I mean? Either you're going to pay somebody else to do that shit for you or you could pay in time and do it for you. I think the thing that cats, especially in the, the, with the internet, because it's so big. And it's it's a place for everybody, which is a good thing and a bad thing, is people don't realize who's watching. Because oftentimes there's people out there lurking. Like they'll watch, but they won't comment. You know what I mean? And 
when you are online or whatever, you obviously want some feedback. So you keep posting and putting shit up and you getting no feedback or little to no feedback. It's easy to get disenchanted and be like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? But if you keep going, you know what I mean? You'll be surprised who's paying attention and it'll yield something because when you, it's like a credit line. You know what I mean? Like you open up a credit card and they kill a credit card. It looks bad on your credit. Sometimes you got to let that bitch rock and just, you know. Keep paying pay on time. And yeah, just, just, you know, you committed to it. It's like anything else. You might have a real shy audience. You might have an audience that don't know how to say anything to you because they don't have anything to weigh in on yet. You know what I'm saying? Like like our audience. You know what I mean? Every so often we get some comments. Every so often, you know. <laughs> I would like to get more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we ain't doing this shit for nothing. Yeah, we're doing it for, yeah, for the engagement. But we also do it for the practice of it too. So when the opportunity does come and say, for instance, a platform is like, yo, we want you to do what you're doing. But on this platform, we ready for it. You know what I mean? We already operating. Now, now, where do you stand on like just like gratuitous, gratuitous posting on social media? Like I get turned off sometimes when I see people just posting the same thing over and over and over. And it's like I turn it off. It's like it's too much. It's too much. It's not real. Not real engagement. It's not real content that I, I like to see. I mean, that's that's your own personal choice. Yeah, that's my stance. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, you could just mute them or stop following them. Always, you could always stop following a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that. You you go just because there, there's the, there's a stance of not posting enough, but then there's a stance of posting too much. Yeah, where it's just for like it depends. It's a way in which you could do that. Like you could be super active on social media and promote your shit, but in a way where it's not like every post is promo, 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 retweet of my promo, retweet of my promo, more promo, more promo. Because that all you're doing is selling me. But if you selling me, but then you're selling me yourself too. Like you got a, you got an opinion on certain shit. You saying some funny shit here. You link into this and da 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 da. Then it's still there's some there's something to be said. Like there's still some value in fucking with you. You know what I mean? Right. Like I ain't. I'm not just. I'm not turning on the TV just to watch commercials. There gotta be some type of programming. You know what I mean? You know, some people, they just go on Twitter and they just promote, 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 promote. And that's what they they justify it as. It's a promotional tool. When it's like, you know, it's still social media. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's something about being social about it. It's like you're going to a party and you don't say nothing to nobody, but you're just in that bitch handing out flyers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit going to be crazy. Shit going to be bananas. It's going to be a fucking movie. <laughs> but how are you? I don't know, my nigga, but this shit. This right gonna here. A, woo, it's going to be a movie. Tell your friend. Zero to 100. You know what I'm saying? Yo, my man just told his friend it's going to be a movie. I just want to let you know. Man, fuck out of here with that. Well, we always talked about also, in, in addition to that, the recap has got to be good too. Yeah. Not only does, you know, you got to promote your events, but you got to give the recap of the event. The thing is, man, you just got to be inspired about the whole shit from the fact that, yo, I'm excited about this. You need to come to this. When you come to this shit, I'm still excited and I'm going to do what I, I'm going to do my part. And when you leave, I'm still excited. I'm going to show everybody what I was excited about. You know what I mean? Because that's the shit that's palpable. He'll be like, damn, I might have missed something. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it, it, it needs somebody else to say that's dope for you to be like, maybe I should give it a shot. You know what I mean? Or maybe you got to look at it and what you missed out on and be like, damn, I might have played myself. You know what I mean? There's that old thing too, the FOMO. You know that shit, fear of missing out. You know? Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. A lot of people, you know. But Hashtag it, FOMO. You just be just be uh be true to you. Be true to you. Be, you know, 
But uh, now in terms in terms of uh, entertainers, we are. You know, there's a big trend now where like you got to do the Louis C.K. route or your own independent route. You can put your own thing out there and, and get your audience and uh, kind of be a rebel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Be independent. What, what 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 do you feel in terms of in terms of building a following a fan base? What's the role of an entertainer, be a, be it rapper, rapper or comedian, to get involved with the networks and the other dis- other dis- distribution sites? Wait, say what? What's the question? What's the role of the... What's the role? You know, because a lot of guys, I'll be honest, are going to post on YouTube to add nauseam, mm-hmm. and they're not going to get nowhere. Mm-hmm. Just because either the content ain't good, or mm-hmm. they're not putting out the right stuff, or... Yeah. Um, so as much as it is on you to promote your product, what's the role of the artist to get lined up with, with networks or other distributors? Well, I think even before that, I think the product got to be good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's going to fuck with you if the product ain't good. You know what I mean? Like, that's the goal. The product should be, there should be a standard for your product. You know what I mean? And whatever that standard is, if it's, if it's, this could be on television or if this, like, I tell you, I used to laugh about, uh, a friend of mine pointed it out to me, like, back when they was doing, like, snap rap, like, you know, Laffy Taffy, um, what else was like snap? You know, snap your fingers. You remember snap rap? Doom, doom, uh, yeah, it was the Shingy. Doom, uh, no, that was D4L. No, Laffy didn't Shingy have a snappy song? No, you might have. I don't yeah. know, but the snap rap shit was like it was getting ridiculous. A lot of songs was, eh, you know, some were good, some was eh, derivative, right? And I remember at a at a convention, this one cat was like, "Well, my shit sound better than that whack shit on the radio." You know what I'm saying? And he'll signal out the whack shit on the radio. But do it sound as good as the good shit on the radio. Stop trying to replace the whack shit because that shit is whack. And even if it's on the radio, people are like, that's some bullshit. I don't know how that got on the radio. You don't want to be the next example of bullshit Nobody talks like that, D. Nobody ever, I, I think... The first time I'm hearing something like that, like no one ever says, yo, I gotta, I gotta, they put some good stuff out. Let me, let me get up that. It's, it's always, people always point out the whack stuff. It did, nah, I think people. I think people point out because I really, stuff good I really stuff. hear somebody go, "Yo, I'm so inspired by this. Let me try to replace that." I stay getting inspired really? by dope shit. Hell yeah, dope shit. I t- how typically, ca- typically the opposite. You meet a bunch of bitter dudes, but who, that's people yeah. that's justifying their failure. You know what I mean? That's what that bitterness is. So they'll they'll attack what's whack because how this cat get on? Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I mean, yeah. why is he on on doing this and then the third? Rather than you know like. I look at what's dope. That's what you want to be. That's what inspired you in the beginning. You know what I mean? To get it in the wasn't game. Whack it wasn't no whack shit that made me. <laughs> you wanna... I'm so inspired by this. Yeah, I'm inspired by this <laughs> trash. I mean, but there are people that probably are inspired by some bullshit on some old. If that nigga could do it, I can too. But that just means you could be whack like them. You know what I mean? That's bullshit. But those are people that don't give a fuck. They just want the. They want the the uh, the byproduct of it. They want to be hot. You know what I mean? Like. They see the attention somebody's getting. They don't give a fuck about the craft. They see the money somebody's making. So they're looking at the hustle rather than the craft. But if you're somebody that's true to the game and about the culture and about the craft and you want to better the craft and you want to bring your, bring your shit to the table and be considered with the great shit of your, your industry or your genre, then you go like that. But if you're somebody that's like, yo, so that's how you get on the radio? And you look at it like a, a scheme, you know what I mean? It's two different approaches. And I feel like in the that's the majority of people do. Most most people most, most people don't think in the other direction, which is sad to say. I feel like a lot of cats are bitter and they just. I don't know. I think the bitter ones might be louder with that 
bitter talk. Because I hear I hear that theme a lot. Like they see somebody they think is whack, and they see it as a scheme at that point. Yeah. How do yeah. I get on? Yeah. Whereas the cats that's that's gonna put out good shit, they just be quiet and just keep doing good shit. And then when when they get recognized, it's like, well, look at all the good shit they've been doing. You know what I'm saying? Like they let the work speak for itself rather than them tearing down everybody else that's shining. I think the irony is, and I'm gonna take a leap here. When people see good product, they almost put, they almost put that artist at a distance. Damn, I can't be like that. I can't I can't I can't be that courageous with my own work. It depends. It depends on the person. That becomes the person. Some people will be like, oh, if they think that's great, then the shit that I'm doing, I think I'm on par. You know what I mean? They get inspired. They like, okay, people are saluting that. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like there's probably a bunch of rappers that were inspired by Kendrick Lamar because Kendrick Lamar was lyrical and he was rapping about some shit that had substance, right? And there's a lot of probably a lot of rappers that was may have been rapping with substance that wasn't getting no love or they was like yeah niggas only want this kind of to your point where they want the snappy shit or whatever and then they see somebody like kendrick and they say oh wait lyrics is coming back not the lyrics ever left but lyrics is coming back the the marketplace is open to lyricism there's a shot for me i need to pull i need to fucking put the gas on my shit and put it out into the world you know what i mean this is my shot you know what i mean it's just like that and um, so it all depends. It depends on how the person, how you looking at it, how you look at the game. Because it's weird. Like, you ever, you ever have somebody you respect a lot, like, I guess when you were coming up, and they're like, yo, good job to them, man. You were real funny. Yeah. You almost feel like that That that, that feels like, damn, all right, cool. I guess I'm, you know, I'm on the right path here. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. That's the best. That's what you do it I think, for. I think that's how we should start thinking. Like, when you see somebody you're inspired by, it should be like, yo, he's putting that out there. I could put out similar work. But As opposed to being like, damn, he's doing it. I, I could never get to that level. Yeah, no, you were, if you in it, you in it to win it. You if you should be. If not, then you might as well not be in it. You know what I mean? You already fucking gambled your life. You know what I'm saying? Like you putting your life on. This is this is your life. You know what I'm saying? Like you 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 taking a step away from the conventional. None of this shit is guaranteed. It ain't got the security of an office job or whatever, but you feel like this is what you want to do. So you took that leap of faith. You got to commit to that shit. You got to keep going, keep going, keep going. Don't don't get defeated that easily. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. If you, it's funny, you know, you look at, especially in our industry, you could, you could see where fear comes in. Like, there's comedians that ain't afraid to get on stage in front of hundreds of people, but they're afraid to put some shit on YouTube because yeah, they, not, yeah. they don't, you know what I mean? But then it's also a lot of people that are so precious about what they do. You know, on your way to get to that funny joke, you might go through three to 10 terrible fucking jokes. And you know this shit. You know from doing stand-up, you have slow sets and then you you working on that one set was like, oh, shit is fire now. But it took a lot of nights of slow ones and uh, maybe I got to switch that up, blase skip. But sometimes that doesn't translate to other shit. And people say, yo, I want to write a movie. And they'll sit on one script idea for like 10 years because they think that's the perfect script idea. And they won't pitch it to nobody. They won't put that shit in the world at anything because they closely guard it. Whereas what they should be doing is just trying to pump out as many ideas as possible and pitch them shits. What you think about that? You don't like that? Yeah. All right. What you think about yeah. this? Ragu it's like comedy by the pound. 
You know what I'm saying? Because if you sit on some shit for 10 years, this is the fucking magnum opus. 10 years of this shit, precious and shit, you finally present it to the world 10 years later. And niggas is like, eh, shit was regular. You just wasted fucking 10 years. Yeah. You could have, you know what I mean? So... But I think know. I think with stand up too, man. It's like you know, you watch your your old work and you're like, ugh. I mean, it's always gonna be like that no matter what, because your of old course. work is gonna be, you know, it's old. But uh, it's like looking at old sneakers. Them shits was hot when you yeah, first, first pulled them out them, the but box. Now, now them shits look like they got some wear in town. Because I think also too is like we get caught, we get attached to our our babies, so to speak, in thinking that we can't produce more of these more of these. You know, products out like yo, you yeah. are, you are a rapper. You're supposed to put more lyrics out. Yeah, yeah. Don't be so precious about it. Plus, it'll get you somewhere. If you put some shit out and the quality isn't as good as it could be, somebody that gets what you were trying to do but knows how to fix that quality might be more inclined to reach out to you because you put something out. So they know. Oh, I see what you're trying to do. I can help you by doing this. Y'all work together. The quality's different. It's better, and the, the idea is just as strong, but now it resonates a lot better because it's presented in a way that people could appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I don't think you lose nothing by putting shit in the world, you know? You know, we're, talking, we're having this conversation about social media and all that other stuff, D, and building a career. I was watching Pryor this past week. Mm-hmm. I think Pryor would have been a beast on social media. Probably could have been. He probably would have, yeah. And the reason I say that is because we were talking about how social media is about engagement and and in having genuine interaction with people. Yeah, I think Pryor was the ultimate dude at putting at being human on stage. Yeah, he was vulnerable, and he would have been a beast because he would have been just I think real on social media, it's like saying the wrong yeah, shit, man. all types of stuff. Yeah, um, there's a documentary on PBS put out him. They put a bottom out. It's all right now. It's called the Icon. I think it is. Oh, uh, okay. I saw something. I, I saw something. I thought it was something I seen before. Okay, I gotta check it out. But uh. Prior was the ultimate dude at just being a human. Because I feel like sometimes we get caught up in like, we got to be like stars. We got to be like, but the goal is to be more and more human. Mm-hmm. Well, he was just himself. He was very much himself for better or worse. Right. You know what I mean? Like he had to, as much as much love as he gets, he also gets that same amount of scrutiny. You know what I mean? Like he was definitely a, a crazy drug addict and did some wild, wild shit that people you judge you by. But at the same time, the way he can articulate and, and present it, it's funny as shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I'm an Eddie Murphy fan, dude. Like, I love yeah. Eddie. But as you get older, you start watching Pride, you're like, damn, this dude was... I think it's, I mean, it might be getting older, but I, I always felt like it's be... Like, when I started doing comedy, I started to appreciate Pride more because you've seen how hard it is to just be yourself and vulnerable up right. there. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of other comics that I looked up to had a lot of bravado. That's what I'm saying. They had a lot of like, there was a lot yeah. of swag. A it lot was, of yeah, and it was like you, you, you were captivated by the image that they portrayed. You know what I'm saying? But Brian would strip his whole shit down and just be a regular motherfucker. Yeah, Say I was scared. Man. Say shit like I was scared. You know what I mean? And it'd be dead ass. Like I was scared to death. And he's like, all right. You know, I, I appreciate that because we all get scared. We all be in a, in a no, we ain't all powerful. We ain't all alpha males at all time. You know what I'm saying? We don't always got the right shit to say. You know, when you watch TV, you grow up by movies and TV, you might start to feel like you need to have the right shit to say at all times. That's what I'm saying. You know yeah. What I'm saying? Yeah. You think I got to find the right swag, the yeah. right thing to say. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know what to say. And that's fucking something that people could identify with too. 
You know, I don't know what to say. And like, I feel you on that shit. I don't know what to say either. And I think the tragedy too is, man, is this value in watching the old prior sets, like the the stuff he was working. You watch clips of him working stuff out, mm -hmm. because when you first start doing comedy or any kind of entertainment business, you get caught up in watching the specials. Yeah, and you think this is the craft, this is the art, These but that's big, the special. That's what that's you should been remember. Grinding bars yeah. and yeah, that's the one that we all wanted you to pay attention to. All this other shit, I was just doing the work. I was trying to get to that, but I want you to, yo, don't, don't worry about that. Pay attention to this. You know what I mean? And that's what it is. And then the beauty of the whole shit is people only really remember the good shit anyway. Like, nobody talk about Sunshine by Jay-Z. Nobody talk about that shit. You know, like, you talk about the hits, not the misses. You know what I'm saying? So, fuck it. There's nobody that got all hits. Ain't nobody went through this bitch undefeated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. I always think, I always, whenever you have this conversation with people, I always go back to Nas. Just like, uh, no one goes, no, Nas will always be defined by Omatic, I think. I don't even think so no more. I think he's beyond that You now. think so? I think a certain generation of people define him by Omatic, but then there's a lot of people that came to him later. Some people know him from, I, you know, um, what's that shit? I know I can be, be what, what I want to be. be. Like, some people came to him on that. Some people came to him with daughters. Some people came to him with, uh, you know, Nas is like. You know what I'm saying? Like, most, like, the OG fans, they look at Illmatic as that's, that's his standard work and the, the Bible for hip-hop, and they kind of put him in that thing. But... The thing about Nas, too, I think, and it's, it's funny because there's, there's certain other artists that are like that. Nas is one of them artists that is best enjoyed in retrospect. You what do you mean saying? by that? Sometimes people's expectations could be a little higher than, you know, the what, what they're going to be delivered. Like, he set the expectations so fucking high. Everything ain't going to be Illmatic. Or everything ain't going to be, you know, for like those fans that love him from Illmatic, right? Everything ain't going to be Illmatic. But that don't mean it's whack. I remember my homeboy was like, yo, I think it was written as better than Illmatic. And I remember when he said that shit, I was like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah. But I could understand that argument. You know what I'm saying? Some people is so it's so precious that Illmatic is, but the fucking, it was written as a tough ass album. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that um, people shitted on Kingdom Come by Jay-Z. They thought that was his well, worst album. Well, that got hated on Lovely, yeah. Yeah, but if you look at Magna Carta, that shit is just Kingdom Come shaped up a little bit. And I think Kingdom Come got some shit on there. That fucking prelude, that's one of his best intros of all time. The prelude on there is crazy. Dig a Hole is crazy. Trouble is crazy. Oh, Trouble's a classic. Trouble's fucking, a... Um, eh, 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 the shit where he um, Just Blaze sampled the um, Super Freak beat. I eh, 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 uh, forget the name of that record. That's hard. Like, there's records on that shit. It ain't the blueprint. It ain't reasonable doubt, but, you know. It ain't as bad as motherfuckers was saying it was when it first came out. This shit is trash. Look at fucking Yeezus. People was like, this shit is trash. In retrospect, that shit ain't whack. Nah, that shit is all right. <laughs> so it's one of those things. <laughs> oh, man. Trying to trying to build a following. Yeah, man. Yeah. Trying to get out on these streets. You out there. You just got to stay out there. You was at the stand all weekend. Yeah, we were, we were working, dude. We had the stand last weekend. I saw you up in there. You was yeah, up in there, too. Yeah, I came through real quick for the, for the late shift. Uh, you was up there getting busy. Yeah, a good time, man. It was fun. I didn't have a good time in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> when I got off stage, I listened back to the show. It's like, all right, all right. You know. 
But uh, you know, that's part of the game. You ever you ever do a set where you you thought you killed, then you watch the tape, you're like, damn, I didn't do that good. Yeah. You ever, you ever, see, you ever happen in reverse? I've had that, and I've had the other way where you thought you bombed, and it was like, well, no, nah, it wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad, you know. What's Ali always say that shit? I think well, you're not as good as you are, or you take your wins like your losses. You know, I had a, I had an interesting revelation the other day, dude. I was Ooh. on stage, and it occurred to me. For a lot of us, we're afraid of the audience. We're afraid of it. We're trying to get them laughs. Yeah. It occurred to me that the audience in some way is actually rooting for you. Yeah. That's they the, want you to do well. Of course. That's why they came. Yeah. You're a professional comedian. They came to a comedy club. They came to see professionals. We get caught up in like, yo, I got to do well tonight. But like, they're rooting for you. And we also get caught up in what's going to make them laugh. Yeah, rather yeah. than what, what do, do I, I think, think is funny. funny. You know what I'm saying? So, because if you think it's funny, you're going to be funny. And when you tell it, you're going like, to, you ever see a comedian, like, not a comedian that's just laughing at his own corny jokes, but a comedian that gets caught up in like, oh, man, that shit is kind of funny. Like, you can see them having fun while yeah. they- Yeah. And I think that that's, that's how you build your following. When you start bringing what you think is funny, because then you're becoming an actual entity in the Absolutely. marketplace. Dean Lemon's known for this. It could only be one you. You could be every, you know, it's only space for one Vladimir Kamani. I saw that so clear in the Chris Rock interview this week. Yeah. In the magazine. Uh-huh. Like, that interview was so Chris Rock. Yeah. The stuff he was saying, like, that's Chris Rock. He's a beast. And, like, we, you know, we always talk about, you turn to Chris for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Chris, what's your take on X? Absolutely. But that's the ultimate goal of any comedian, to where your name and your voice and your point of view is so defined that people just want to hear your take on shit. Yeah, what you think about you know Ferguson? What, what you think about... Yeah, well, I wonder what Chappelle thinks about this. I wonder what Rock thinks about this. You know? He had the ill comment about white progress. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. That was we just talking hilarious. about that. I got to take a young piss, so we might have to wrap, wrap up. this up. Mother Nature calls. Unless you want to talk while I do that, I'll be back. I got a couple of poems I want to read, Damien. Why don't you read that couple, stanza you got? Got a little couple of stanzas. Why don't you tell the people where you going to be at? I will be at uh, New York Comedy Club. I got to look at my schedule. Laughingblad.com got my dates. I'm at New York Comedy Club, I think, this Saturday. Yeah. I'm at Levity Live next week, Wednesday, uh, with Rodney Laney. We out there at Levity Live in the uh -huh. Palisades Mall. But Laughingblad.com, dates are go. up. There you go. I'll be in Albany this month too. You'll be in Albany yeah, for what? Twenty seventh. We got a little show up there on the twenty seventh at a theater. I forget the name. I, I get. I, you know, I gotta get the info. I'm being a bad promoter of my business. Yeah. Well, I'll put that shit on the website. Yeah. I'm gonna be at. Where am I at? I'm at the stand quite a few times this month. I'm at the stand quite a bit. Go to DamianLemon.com. I just updated the shows, the new shows. Go see where I'm at. I'm local. I'm being New York City for the entire December. So if That's you're in New good. York. Come check your boy out. And we will see you next week. Peace.